Alright, greetings ladies and gentlemen. And our listeners. Welcome to another regular episode of Talking Trek Wars. Talking Trek Wars. Okay, I am Berg, this is the General. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, we're recording this on December 23rd, 2018. If I play my cards right, it'll be out tomorrow on the 24th. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It'll be on Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I guess I'll love you tomorrow. Well, you've been stuck with me for this long. Yeah, it's only a day away. All right. (laughs) 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 Well, we're off to a rousing good start. Yeah. Um, Incrementally that up. There we go. Uh, Well, I just meant so it picked me up a little more, but... Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, this will be... Should be the last episode of 2018. It has been a wild ride. It's, it has been. It's been the official year of Talking Trek Wars. If I'm a uh, first official year of Talking Trek Wars, if I'm fastidious and lucky and some finances break my way, we will have a real website that what that doesn't say funny anymore. And uh, it is time to retire the funny moniker. Yes, because we're not so funny. Uh, if it was a visual podcast, sure. Yeah. Uh, some good stuff for deprecation. All right. While it's still fresh, you and I just watched uh, Short Trek's uh, The Brightest Star. So let's get into that review, and then we're going we're gonna to bounce around today. We're going to bounce around today. Yay for bouncing. Yay. You so, know why? Because there's a lot of things on the horizon. Yeah, and there's some... Uh, I, have a, I have a brief review of something else. So Ooh, let's a brief re- review of something a else. A brief review, yes. Yes, it's underwear talk. Let's do this thing. <laughs> Briefs. <laughs> ah, ah, wow. Funny All right. So, the brightest star. Yes, sir. Um, this is going to start with a simple thing to say. Yeah. All the things I liked about the first short treks yeah. totally didn't happen in this one. I did not find this entertaining. I found okay. it uh, interesting at best. What about informative? Could you use that word? Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it is... Solid the backstory, yeah. But I, of all of the other ones we've talked about, like they all could have been really good episodes. Calypso, especially. Yes, this really glad it was only fifteen minutes long. Yeah, um, I didn't mind it maybe as much as you. I found it informative, and there were things about it I liked. It raised plenty of questions for me that didn't make sense based off of. Uh, comments made in the first season, mm-hmm. so I think maybe this will. This is this is seems to me pure setup that they didn't want to waste within the season for parts of the next season. Probably, um, but like just as a for example, as an example, the you know the the whole thing about the threat ganglia that we mm-hmm. were led to believe in the first season that it developed as a species thing because they were always hunted, but this tells us. They weren't so much as hunted as willingly went based off of their religious beliefs and their societal structure. So I don't understand the threat ganglia coming down when you go willingly. It doesn't mean there isn't fear there, but it just doesn't... It, to me, it doesn't seem like how, that makes sense as a biological evolution right. when it's a part of your social structure that you willingly go and people do it and don't question I, it. I'm sitting here thinking that... We are looking at a late. We, the the construct of development from being hunted is still plausible. We're just looking at a very late snapshot in this uh, species society, and you can't really say that, right? Because 
you look at human development and there's many things, especially like within the teeth and the jaw that are, are specifically for, you know, hunting related items, right? You know, eating, you know, meat in certain ways that we as a society are now abandoning. Yeah. That's why things like, um, what was it, wisdom teeth are starting to genetically phase out. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't need them to gnaw on bones to make tools anymore. Right, so th- that's kind of the, the concept, right, is just because... So if somebody were to look at our society now, they'd be like, why would anybody have wisdom teeth, right? It's it's that possible piece of me defending them right now, trying to... I'm, I'm, I'm doing you, I'm reaching. I'm saying there's there's possible reasons for it. You know, there are times where I reach, but it's within reason. Okay, it's not like... Where I just make wildly wrong statements like the previous episode. Well, yeah, you do that often. I don't do that as often as, you, as you're as you making it out to be, but well, we digress. Yeah. Um, too many lens flares. God damn it. Um, I, I, and I don't know if it was just me, but maybe you didn't get it, but if I bring it up, you'll recognize it. I got a very opening prologue of... Into darkness feel with the, the red beaches, the primitive culture, yeah. like that all just to me it was just like, and like the plants and the wildflowers. I'm like, do we just change the species up a little bit because that wouldn't translate to cinematically? And it just it looked very similar. It did have that similar feel. Um, yeah, I I just wanted to throw this out there. It was a little bit of humor to me. Yeah, a species known as the Kelpians. Who were harvesting seaweed? Yeah. <laughs> kelp. Kelp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Just terrible. Um. I mean, there's some analogous parts to this story. I don't think it uh, had. I mean, I guess they're going that this was another character development moment, just like Tilly's was in the first one, but. Um, Whereas Calypso was just fucking weird and different, which was really good. Yeah. Um, I I can't say it was shot well, it was acted well, the script was good, even if I, even if I thought it was a little bare bones. Yeah. Um, or I didn't uh, draw maybe the, my analogies from it or uh, yeah. were different, maybe raised questions, but not in like the, what does this all mean thing, it's just like... Okay, that's how that happened. Yeah, I, I, though I would argue that it, it raises more questions than it gives any answers at all. Yeah, like, but, and according to rumor, the Baha'i, Bahami, whatever they are, mm-hmm. uh, they will be in this next season. Okay. And there is, in one of the trailers, a second Kelpian, which everybody thinks, is that his sister? Like, because now we know he can never go back. He's, eh, eh, it's... That's like saying you can never go home again. Eh. Well, you can always go home again. There just might be a different family living there. Right. Yeah. And then in which case, it's it's B&E. And right. Some surly African-American gentleman's going to come out with a baseball bat saying, we ain't going to be terrorized. <laughs> if you got that reference, you are the, of a similar age to us, and I love you. Yeah. I made a reference like that to that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to some 20-something-year-old that lives here. And they're like, what are you talking about? It's like, Back to the Future. Back to the Future 2. It, was like, it, was like, it wasn't Back to the Future 1. Yeah, no, 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 no but I, I said it because they looked confused, so I wanted yeah. to broach the yeah. original first. And they're like, man, I ain't never seen that old shit. And I'm like, 
Oh. oh so, hey, it was like somebody telling Ron Burgundy he had bad hair. What did you say? Just terrible. Yeah. 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 I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, yeah, brightest star. It was not so bright. No, no, I still think. I mean, unless you're counting lens flares. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so now my favorite out of the, the three. I'm really looking forward to the the mud one. Yes, that looks fun. Yeah, uh, it looks like we have like an Orion slave girl in there and maybe a couple different new species. We have some Klingons. <laughs> some Klingons, some Klingons. 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 Um, so yeah, I think that would be an icing and then it wraps up with two weeks to spare before Discovery premieres again. Yes. Um, which... On a on a side gripe note, because it, it really offended my ish. Yeah. Uh, so, as the listeners know, I finally broke down and did CBS All Access two months ago. Right. Because Amazon Prime finally put the tile right. within their thing. Well, my TV is four years old. Still right. flawless, works great, and everything like that. I got an email from Amazon saying, one of my devices... The TV will no longer support CBS All Access. So everything else on Amazon Prime works on it. Movies, right. all their original programming, everything. But CBS All Access will not be able to stream through that tile onto my TV unless I get a Fire Stick. So then I had to buy a fucking Fire Stick. Granted, they gave me a coupon. Right. Uh, a coupon, which made a twenty four ninety five uh, Fire Stick, second generation, four ninety five. Okay. So the ish in me was like... For five bucks, why I was not? just like... Well, baby, I can't pass that bad deal. That's a good deal. That's a good deal right there. Nicole's just like, she's like, well, you know, it seems a little much. I'm like, no, that's a good deal. It's a good deal. You can't it's twenty dollars off. It's, it's <laughs> for like, herself. Like I, I, I would be yelled at if I didn't do this. <laughs> yeah, your ish card would be revoked. Yeah, it was. It came in full strong, so I, I did it. Um, it's weird, but I also only have two HDMI ports on my TV. Right. So I can't have everything plugged in at once so I have to unplug the fire stick to plug my blu-ray player in and blah 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 vice or versa. you just get a splitter which you can get on Amazon for like five bucks huh but I don't oh yeah okay right. we can do this offline yes yes because my Luddite is showing yes so um HDMI splitter what did you say <laughs> right back to it. You, I take those big words as offense, sir. Yeah, you you get that collegeness and get the fuck out of my town. <laughs> God damn it! So, um, <laughs> that, oh no, that was a oh, that was a bad. Wow, joke. that was a bad joke. That was okay. It was kind so of, it uh, the brightest funny. star. The brightest star is um, it should be a disappointment, funny. but glad it's fifteen minutes. Yes. Pause. All right. Bad jokes aside, and. Uh, momentary calls from my mother. Brightest star, not the brightest of the three so far. Not, not even close. If, if anything, it might be the dimmest. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless they, you're counting lens flares. That's right. right. That's right. Okay. Josh's brief review. Brief review. I did buy the Orville season one on DVD. Did you now? Because not Blu-ray. They, they don't. Re- they they didn't they're not really doing Blu-ray. Blu-ray. And that is actually the trend going forth with most TV shows, unless right. it's something like HBO. Right. But it has to... Also, HBO's not doing all their shows on Blu-ray. Only the big ticket ones that they know right. will sell. Um, which is a fad that's a topic for another day, which is fucking stupid. Um, Especially since they're all shot in high definition now. Yeah, yeah. So, 
I got the Orville season one on DVD. Um, a, I like having it. I rewatched the first episode and chuckled more than I remembered. Really? Um, yeah, there was just some some good stuff to it. Uh, some good setup stuff, I'm sure. Good, yeah, yeah. So I haven't watched all of it yet. But I'm going to have to stream it before the next season starts. Yeah, well, which is December 30th, so. Um, I'm yep. going to I'm gonna say this. I have two distracting points, and I'm not even through watching the whole season yet. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. One. They took the, the, the tapes of it and just transferred it to DVD, where it has that long commercial edit. So, instead of re-editing it down to shorten it up to do it... Just a screen, not a screen wipe or anything like that, where it's just a hard edit. It goes to fade to black, waits like three, four seconds, then fades back up oh. to the next scene, and it does it for every single commercial break. Whereas Ew. before they didn't actually, you know, they did this. That that's a really big soft transition to yeah. a, to marketing. Whereas most TV shows that have commercials that you buy a home release on, that's taken out. That, mm-hmm. that edit is taken out, so it's transition scene. Way to go, Fox. And it fucking sucked. Um, second thing... Sucks. It still presently sucks. Yeah. Um, special features are kind of meh. Yeah? I mean, there's a couple good feature ads. There's some nice talk from some Star Trek alums. But... Such as? No bloopers. Oh, well, they talk about, like, Frakes. Frakes yeah. is a big thing coming on there. And they talk to Picardo and... Um, oh... Brandon Braga talks right. a little bit on there. So there's some of the... I haven't watched I skimmed it. Yeah. Um, but no bloopers. Huh. I... One of my secret things that they did when they did the Blu-ray release of Next Gen was... They added seasonal bloopers. Right. And... Which is just... I like bloopers. I like outtakes. Yeah. Those things are fun to me. Yeah, there are deleted scenes or there's extended scenes. But a Seth MacFarlane live action show and you tell me there's no goddamn bloopers? Yeah, right. I mean, I don't care if you have to bleep it all out. That doesn't matter to me, but just... Show me the damn bloopers! Yes. So, if I was rating it out of five, you'd get a three. Solid three? Solid three. Okay. Uh, Which, quick release to to DVD without any work on it, that's about right. It's not even a quick release, though, if you think about it. No, I mean, quick release as in their their investment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was... You could tell that they really just wanted to recoup recoup their money on it, and they didn't want to pour anything into it. Right. So, meh. Still, still happy I have it. Not not. There's no buyer's remorse. Right. I guess those are the the right keywords. Um, but could definitely be better. Okay. Could definitely be better. Um. So so rousing, rousing endorsement. Discovery's Blu-ray set. Yes. Um. Great quality. I, th- I actually think the picture looks better. Well, that's because you're not streaming it, so yeah. there's no degradation. Yeah, so it, it looks better. Um, and they actually released it on Blu-ray. Yeah, and the, the edit is pretty good on it. Yeah. Um, there's some quality uh, deleted scenes, extended scenes. No director's cut episodes, which was kind of teased. And um, the special features are all things that can be found on the YouTubes. Right. There's nothing there was nothing like really extra added into it where you're just like, Wow, this is this is a great behind the scenes thing. Right. It's like it's stuff they released as marketing during the season or building up to the season or in the mid season break. But still 
uh, once I make room for it on the shelf, it'll it'll look good on the shelf. Yeah. But um, really, just kind of disappointed with uh, physical releases of uh, these two things. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, at least. At least, here's the, the quality thing for Discovery. At least it got a physical release. Correct. Some streaming services and streaming shows don't do physical releases because then that thinks people won't... Stream it. Stream it and tune back in to keep their subscription going or whatnot. Whereas CBS, if people have already watched it while it happened, they got their money off of people because you had to... Yeah. You could have just binge it and then cancel your 30-day plan. You know? Yep. So, Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, did you uh, do any Eagle Boss purchases here, buddy? I did. I did. I did. I went ahead and took advantage of the um, Black Friday specials. Okay. Um, and I got, basically, it was a two-for-one special. Nice. Buy two, get one free. Yeah. Um, and I picked up some of my beginnings of more alien species. Okay. I picked up a bird of prey, a Klingon bird of prey in attack mode. Okay, cool. Because they have it in attack mode, cruising mode, and landing mode. Yes. Which I thought was I like that they have a they have a three pack bundle, which I have considered. Of that? Of that. Of the, I did not of the see bird that. of prey they have a three pack bundle. I did not it might have that. already been sold out though. Probably true. Um I picked up a Romulan Warbird. Which original series or next gen? Next gen. Okay. Next gen slash DS9. Gotcha, gotcha. And then I picked up oh slash Del- Voyager. Yeah, yeah. See when yeah. I picked up the Delta Flyer. Yeah, you uh, you had mentioned that to me. So, um, did you receive them yet? I have received them all. Okay. I have not unpacked them per se, but they all look in excellent quality. Okay, so you uh, haven't you haven't put them out to actually get no. the good all angle views of them. No, but I will say. Um, once again, Eagle Moss continues to be highly inconsistent with scale. Because the biggest of those three... Is the Delta Flyer. Is the Delta Flyer. Well, I mean, I think you couldn't... They wouldn't want you to pay 21 to 24.95 for the Delta Flyer when it looks like a fucking micro-machine. Yeah, but I loved micro-machines. I know, and I didn't mind micro-machines either, but I think if you want to go with quality and the hand-paintingness yeah, on it... Yeah, you I have think... to make it larger. But it is just funny how like disproportionate they are. Yeah, I, I get that. It, that that's, it's not a knock on the quality at all. It's just they continue to be funny about scale. Yeah, I like how the Defiance one of the bigger, larger pieces. Right. When it comes to other things. I I did put my pre-order in for Space Dock 1. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I think that's great. The I'm, floating tube in space? Well, it's not I mean, so it's, much a it's tube. discs. It's like multi-layered mushroom. Yeah, that's exactly. It's the mushroom in space. Yeah. If DS Nine's the floating bicycle wheel, yeah. Space Dock One is the mushroom in space. space. But I was going to get the Discovery Enterprise. Really? Uh, but A, it's only XL, and B, I was like, man, I'm not going to pre-order for seventy-five dollars. No. And then they had a they had a no exclusion sale. And I didn't have the money till the next day. I went back the next day, and, and sold I, the pre-orders all sold out. So yeah. I was like, "Well, big gulps, huh?" Yep. Yeah, kind of sucks, but yep, it's quite all right. I'm still waiting for other things to come out. Yeah, they've got a few things on the docket that I'm excited to see whether or not I purchase. Is still, 
up in the air because my ish is officially kicked in and I will refuse to pay full price for anything from them going forward. Yeah, they, I mean, wait till a certain holiday. I mean, they'll have a yeah, they'll have a they'll have a sale every chance there's an international some kind of international holiday or American holiday, so you can find anything, yeah. anything going forward. Um, yeah, no, I've not done any of those purchases. My sideshow hot toys. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi Mythos, which is their mm-hmm. imagining of between episodes yep. three and four, uh, finally deducted the final payment, so it oh. should be here on the 28th. Exciting. Um, which I am very, very looking forward to. Uh, other than that, I mean... So I, you said that's between three and four. Yeah. So it's the beginning of old Ben Kenobi? It's, it's at that transition. When you see it, I think you'll appreciate it. Now, thinking... Like, age-wise, is this the Obi-Wan we see in Rebels? No, younger than that. Younger than that, okay. Because the Obi-Wan we see in Rebels is only a year to two years out from A New Hope. Okay. So, this is more, like, 10 to 12. Right, got You it. know? The, the, the desert is starting to shape him. Right. Or age him. For the record, I'm very impressed with myself that I put those two things together. They're, As a non-Star Wars person... Well, I mean, we, we, we all, we, we've rubbed off on the other person. That's true. Yeah. So that's... Your, your Star Wars Christmas tree now has Star Trek items on it. Yeah. It's... I no, question some it, of them. Call it what it is. It's the Hanukkah bush. It is a Hanukkah bush, even though Hanukkah was at the beginning of December. Yes, I know, but it can still stay it's, true. Yeah, it works through the entire year. It is silver and blue with Star Wars and Star Trek... Uh, ornament. Well, and there, there's one Harry Potter, if I'm not mistaken. No, no. What Harry is Potter. that? What are you pointing at? The little thing in the That's, bottom. Uh, the, Nicole has some of her own ornaments. So there are horses and an oh. owl and a silver N. Like there are some. There are some non-themed. Yes, yes. You get in a committed relationship. It can't all be about you. So, what? So you have. So you know, we've started to. Well, it started a year or more ago, actually. It started to be like, okay, I can do one or two. And now it's like, all right, I got to at least do half and half. And then it's all my ornaments are fucking heavy. So how do I, you know, if the if the tree fooled me and I thought it was going to be nice and the limbs looks pretty sturdy, then you put a giant ass fucking Picard and Data on there and the thing almost falls off. You're like, well, I need to I need to find a way to leverage this and buttress it at the same time. So I take those big words as insults, sir. Well, I'm not repeating that joke. So, yep. yep. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Um. So we are a month. January is going to be a good month for us. Is it now? Oh, it's supposed to be. Okay. Why do you say it is? Elaborate, sir. Well, we get the return of the Orville. December thirtieth. Yes. Well, I consider that basically January. Yeah, right? we're we're pretty you know, same time. Um. We get another short treks. Yes. For one that I'm actually, the first one I'm actually excited to see. Well, which is kind of funny because when I told you about it, when we read through, we can go back a couple months before they started. You're like, like, Harvey Mudd, nah, nah. But now you're more excited about it, which is pretty cool. because two thirds of the short treks have been good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm giving them, I'm giving them the tiniest... Of inches? Meekest amount of hope that I can muster. We can we can go international, say they get a centimeter of hope? I'd say they get like a millimeter. Okay. 
Okay. Since we're talking international yeah. measurements. Yes, okay. So, and and we get the return of uh, Discovery. Disco comes back. Yeah, what else in January? I mean, other than the fact that Disco sucks. The, the music, not yeah. the show. But what else? What else do we get in January? Is that it? I think that's the majority of it. I mean, I get tattooed in January by our good friend, Mr. Grayson. Tommy Grayson. Um, uh, and I'm very excited for that. Even though there will be no Star Trek or Star Wars planned in it. Yeah, well, I mean, it is a Disney arm. You could throw Star Wars well, in there. Well, it's not Disney. <laughs> it's not a Disney arm. It's an animation arm. Well, there was there's there's animated Star Wars and Star Trek. We could, get, yeah, <laughs> but uh, you and Erickson, the three armed looking fucking weirdo. No, oh, uh, no. I mean, most of it is 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 animation from our childhood, and unfortunately, Star Trek was before our childhood. Well, there was droids and Ewoks cartoons when we were kids. Yeah, but I never watched those. Oh well, I'm sorry. You're sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, let's go to get a, Let's go down to Timmy Hortons and grab a couple of tin bits. Yeah. Let's get some poutine and coffee. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. You could do Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies did a Star Wars episode, so you could fit something like that in there. I could. Yeah, little baby Gonzo as, as Darth Vader. That's awesome. Right. No. That's okay. Sure. Sure. Um, I mean, if I were to steal something. It would probably be Obi-Wan from Rebels. Or, no, no, Clone Wars. Clone Wars, yeah. Just because there's something in, like, the block beard. Yeah, the <laughs> angular yeah, yeah. thing like that. There's but, something fun about that. Um, well, also in January, we will tentatively begin our horror of That's the right. Star Wars universe. Which I actually watched the Phantom Man-Ass yesterday. Wow. You, you watched Just it voluntarily. Early. Yeah. Okay. Um, everything I dislike about it, still dislike. Everything I like about it, still like. Well, you're gonna have. We're gonna have a uh, because there are only ten films. There's twelve in the month, and we gotta we gotta make up to episode nine. Uh, I I am going to have uh, an auxiliary homework, which will take the place in one month. Okay, I'm I mean, gonna try to convert. I've done Clone Wars. I've done Rebels. No, 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 no. I'm gonna try to. Convert I'm working you. on Resistance. This is a documentary. Is this uh, fanboys? No, it's uh, not a documentary. Oh, it's not a documentary. That's, it, this the movie I'm giving you is a documentary. Fanboys is not a documentary. Okay, so we're. we're, we're it, I'm being cryptic and vague on purpose. When we get closer to it, it'll happen then. Okay. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, bro. You just, just, just might as well breathe and take it and let's, she, let's let it go. She likes green apples. It's gonna happen. <laughs> so, uh, what else do we have coming up? Anything else? I mean, early in the year. I don't really think. I mean, that's the majority of the stuff. I don't think there's any major movies coming out of any excitement level. No, nothing that I would. I be, mean, be over the moon about. Um, Galaxy's Edge does open next year, but that's uh, not until the summer. Tentatively March? It's going to be summer. Um, I'd say June's probably a safe bet. Uh, Which would be summer. Yeah. um, I mean, Celebration is in April in Chicago, which we, of course, aren't going to. Nope. Unless somebody wants to sponsor us to go, in which case we will do your bidding because we are not above shamelessly doing things for money. I'll be a shill. I don't fucking care. No, no. Somebody, Somebody. Brought to you by Carl's Jr. (laughs) 
Somebody's like, you know, when they when they find out you like The Last Jedi and they call you a Disney shill, I'm like, dude, I'll happily take that money. Disney wants to give me money? I'll fuck, call me a shill all you want. Somebody wants to give me some of that Iger bucks? I'll take it. Thanks, Bob Iger. I'll take it. Um, Iger bucks, I like that. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Uh, other than that, I think we're pretty much... Yeah, I mean, there's a few good things coming in the beginning of the year. Um, no movies next year. Right. I mean, there's a plenty of movies coming next year. The House of Mouse is gonna, I think, break domestic records for one company making in a year. Probably. Oh, I, I, I damn near say it's guaranteed. Okay. Have you seen the lineup? Uh. Uh-uh. I know it's a little off topic, but it fits in there. You gotta think. You got Captain Marvel. Right. Which I'm Ave- actually getting less excited about the more I see of yeah. it. Avengers Endgame. That's next year already? Yeah. Holy shit, balls. Uh, that's uh, Captain Marvel's March. Avengers Endgame is April. You're going to get uh, Toy Story 4. Right. The Lion King. Aladdin. Frozen 2. Dumbo. Star Wars Episode 9. And Spider-Man. Which Spider-Man? Far From Home, the sequel. Got it. Yeah, you... But, and I'm I'm forgetting a couple actually. There's so many. They have so much shit coming out that I don't see how they don't break the domestic box office record. Oh uh, no, they have to. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're fucking swinging for the fences with uh, Avengers Endgame right at the beginning at the pre pre blockbuster season, and the Fox acquisition goes live. By June at the latest. Right. So all those properties become Disney properties, become a part of their bankroll. So then that means you have X-Men Dark Phoenix. You have all... Unless unless they're going to count it to pre-merger money and so it still goes to quote-unquote Fox. Then, I mean, if then if you don't even want to talk about domestic box office, you want to talk about them raking it, Disney Plus goes live. Yep. With season seven of The Clone Wars... The launching of the Mandalorian. Which, two things I'm very excited about. What? Season 7 of the Clone Wars? Yes. This is going to be real interesting. Because it's been off air for several years now. Ten. It's been that long. No, no, no. It started ten years ago in 2008. Uh, It's been off since uh, the merger. Right. So they'll be curious to see... I'm excited to see what they do... Not with any of the normal characters. I want to see what happens and how they explain everything that goes on with Ahsoka. Because we see her again later in Rebels. Yeah. So, but they have also already teased in the end of Clone Wars we're going to see her again. Well, yes, of course. Because you, ba- you have to do the Battle of Mandalore. So, we'll get to see all that. Plus, we'll get the, the first Man- live-action streaming series, The, Manda- the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Uh, headed by Favreau, but you get, you get Taika Waititi as one of the directors, Dave mm-hmm. Filoni's first live-action stuff, besides a bunch of other good directors. They just hired Ludwig Göransson to score it. Ooh. Uh, and, you know, if his, if you followed his uh, film scores, you go from Creed and Black Panther alone, you're like, yes, I, I want to see what this guy's doing in front of my eyeballs. And they haven't even said if... Your ear holes? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm going to be watching it as I listen to it. Yeah, it's good for your ear holes. Yeah, you, you, you. 
I knew what it. you were going with, but damn it. Damn it. How does it feel to be wrong yet again? Like it's a a normal occurrence. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. All right. You wanted to talk about something. You texted me about yeah, this. I, I didn't do any preparation for it. I'm like, dude, I'm going to let him fucking run with it. I just it was something that made me think of the other day, being that we are in the holiday season. Blasphemers, Merry Christmas. Holidays. 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 Um, Which, by the way, you didn't make my holiday trivia. I'm going to interrupt it right here. I put questions on there specifically for you because you said you'd represent the chosen people. I really, really tried. You know how many blank faces I got for some of my Hanukkah questions? Like, please provide an example. <sighs> I have to bring up the phone, but let me, because I have, I because, have the questions yeah, saved. Yeah. Yes. Because this... And, and I apologize I did not make it. However, the company... Um, end of year celebration because we could not call it a Christmas party. Yeah, uh, took a little too long. Okay, I had softball lobs up front. Right, right. Adam Sandler released what Hanukkah movie? Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah. Okay, but I gave like example because you have to do multiple choice. Right. And then uh, here you go. Uh, according to the Hanukkah song, you can spin a dreidel with these two Star Trek actors. Oh, Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock. Yes, I allowed you to say what William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy, or yeah, you, yeah. you, you said but the Captain actual Kirk, song is Captain, Captain, Captain I said if you Spock. give me the actual line, you get extra yeah. points. Uh, let's see here. What else? Um, what cart? Well, it, this one was a Kwanzaa question, but okay. it had a caveat to it. It's a what animated show did a Kwanzaa special in two thousand one? South Park. No. No. What? The Rugrats. Oh. And the Rugrats also did a Hanukkah special. special. Yeah. And this year's comic book release was See Us for Hanukkah. Interesting. Rugrats special. All right. Let's see here. What else do I have here? I had a Beavis and Butthead question. Yeah. Which is awesome. <laughs> I did a Star Wars holiday special question. Okay. All right. And then. Wait. Is that the one that they did on, that was the TV special? Do Christmas. Yeah. Star Wars does Christmas. No, no. That oh, was no, Star Wars the holiday special. Right. Which was just absolutely pain. Yeah, okay. So here you go. This question, I have two more questions. This one specifically, I nobody got. Okay. No, one person got. It's a, in what animated movie does a Jewish mouse family immigrate to America, where its main character wears a blue hat that was a Hanukkah present? Uh, it's an American Tale. Yeah. Yeah. Followed up by Five Old Goes West. Yes. Yes. And then the family was the the Muscovitz. Yeah. And I was and I talked to people. I'm like, how do you guys not remember this? Like when animated movies used to teach history, like yeah. they were fleeing the Cossacks pogroms, and people just looking at me I'm like, fuck y'all, you can go to hell. I, 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 but see, I was like, and then here you go. Uh, many TV shows embrace one holiday or another, but some create their own. Which show is the creator of Christmaka? Oh God. Uh, this is the first one I don't know off the top. Like, immediately. <laughs> I should know this. You should know this. I don't. The OC? The OC. The OC is the creator of Chris Maca. Oh, boy. They are the ones to coin it and first do it. And I'm, I, You know, I'm actually really glad I didn't know that. I expected you to know that. You know what? We, you brought this up before. We've, we've had this discussion before. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Holidays. So, Holidays. I'm sorry, that was a tangent. It was a good one, though, because I was supposed to be there, and it was my fault. But the good news is, had I been there, I would have totally had some layups. Swish. Uh, Anyways, so, thinking about the sci-fi universe. Okay. Up until, from the Star Trek side, they don't celebrate holidays 
until Deep Space Nine. No New Year's. No, no, no. They don't do anything like that. But they have they have their own holiday. So like what? First Contact Day. Okay, but we don't see First Contact Day until Voyager. Yeah, it's referenced before, but it's never actually celebrated. Right. Like so, that. so the question becomes: At what point do we stop celebrating even non-religious holidays, like New Year's? Well, it, it depends but, on so whose calendar. Well, that's, that's true. Because that's kind but of the, offensive. That every year is New Year's. Well, or every day is New Year's somewhere. But you follow where I'm like, it, it's an interesting concept of when do we stop celebrating holidays? Because you know that in the majority of sci-fi, Star Wars, all of the Star Wars, even the expanded universe, I've never seen one holiday. Uh, if you watch the holiday special, you would get one holiday. It's called Life Wookiee Life Day. Christmas is Wookiee Life Day. Wookiee Life Day. Okay. Yeah. Um, Star Trek, you do not get a single holiday Although you until want... Deep Space Nine, and they are all Bajoran holidays. Yes. However, I, I'm, it's, Though it's, a you're talking... it's a retcon. In Star Trek Generations, we get a glimpse of Christmas. Because when, when Picard yeah, goes in the Nexus, he's, he's back on Earth with his family, and he's celebrating Christmas. Christmas. Okay. So, I'm not saying that... That's that's a retcon later on. We never yeah. saw it throughout the rest of it, but I mean, we do we do see Captain Picard Day, but I really wouldn't call that a holiday. No, no. But then we also have we see examples of holidays in Next Gen on like for Klingons, because when they're at that one outpost, there's a Klingon settlement there, and Worf takes Alexander there, and they're reenacting stuff. So we still see holidays in other culture, other right. civilizations, not cultures. Other well, the cultures, so, whatever. Difference. Yeah, yeah. Keep uh, going. But for but but Terrence, taking it beyond humans, but taking it beyond Star Trek, right? Star Wars universe. You don't really. See, I mean, you have yes, you have the holiday special, which most Star Wars fans think is they an abomination. They do have political holidays, and in the expanded universe they celebrate like the end of wars, they or like Unification Day or stuff like that, or Imperial Empire Day. They do. <laughs> Empire you, saw, Day. you saw that in Rebels. They did have an Empire Day celebration, which is funny. Um. But, but there's nothing as you would say like monastically religious holidays, or right? Like that, but they do have like political war strife holidays. Okay. Um, but then again, I think it's also it's same with Star Trek and Star Wars. Like depending on what civilization they're looking at, there'll be some sort of quote unquote religious holiday. But we're just it's not us, so we're right. uh, distanced. But from the, okay, it. so let's go beyond Star Trek and Star Wars. Think of other sci-fi. Uh, Babylon 5. I'm going to go there for a second. Uh, I never saw a single holiday episode. You got me in the dark on that. Um, what about... Um, uh, Stargate does uh, thank have, you. have some holiday-ish episodes. Um, especially when they're visiting other cultures, other human cultures elsewhere. But it's nothing like blatant where they're like, we're going to do a fucking Christmas episode because right. that's not really the basis of the show. Uh, what's the uh, uh, Battlestar? Battlestar Galactica has some holidays, but they're native to them. They're not religious in nature, but there's like right. they celebrate the end of the wars, uh, the end of the first Cylon War, uh, stuff like that. But it kind of it's, it's it's just an interesting thought process. But they also also in Battlestar Galactica they do something that we should be doing here, where uh, voting day is a holiday. Right. Yeah, elections are hol- are considered a holiday because it's 
that important. That important in doing your part. So yes, yes, yes. So it was just one of those things that just struck me as an interesting concept. There's no holidays in Predator. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shit. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Uh, But I think I think the better thought exercise is is based off of all these sci-fi writers or fantasy writers when they're looking at it. Mm -hmm. um, Think what is explicitly human and explicitly earthbound, and that's our concept of our religious holidays Mm -hmm. or our political affiliations and things like that. So what's the quickest way to make something seem foreign? Just remove all that shit. Yep. You know? Uh, And it it wouldn't make sense to put something akin to it if it's supposed to be a culture wholly different from ours. Mm -hmm. And until you've established said thing, like in the original series, you don't talk about Klingon holidays or anything like that because they're not established as... Uh, outright, outright characters because they're right. just seen as antagonists, and right. it's all tertiary and minor. So, are you are you trying to are you trying to say as being raised as ish and having growing up doing the Hanukkah and watching everybody else do Christmas and thinking you fucking idiots? <laughs> no, I, I I mean we could go back to the commercialization of Christmas as a whole. I mean, there's. If you really, if you really want to enjoy, well, you could go back and uh, say the commercialization of every single holiday, right? In the twentieth in century, post World War Two, twentieth century. Not that this is wholly off topic, but if you want to really understand where some of this thought process is around of the commercialization of Christmas, um, great show available on demand in most places called Adam Ruins Everything. He does a special called Adam Ruins Christmas. That's worth watching. Um, Regardless of your affiliation. It's, yeah. it's, it's an enjoyable 30-minute run of, well, 28 minutes and change. Um, of kind of talking about the background of Christmas and its evolution. The truth is, is I have other beliefs of what kind of Christmas we should have held on to. Yeah. And it's definitely the pagan rituals. Yeah. I. Well, okay. So, since we're talking about this, even though it's off topic, Nicole is not a Christmas fan. I am. A, I, I'm not so much as the the religious religious right. behind Christmas, but I do like the Coca Cola Christmas. Yeah, or you know the the winter solstice, the Yule tide, yeah. bringing you know, the the tree thing. This is all pagan that right. we've adopted here, um, and that we've let's go burn shit co opted to bring shit in here. Uh, and I've always been one that is enjoyed giving presents more than getting presents because I know how of a hard person I am to buy for. So I appreciate that we are both very difficult to purchase things for. However. You you fucking ruined things. I nailed it. Yeah, you did. And you started off on a horrible trend, you bastard. I, I lit the match on a burning blaze of spending. <laughs> uh, but, so I, I'm trying to get her in the spirit because she is a fucking Grinch. Uh, Humbug. And so I'm like, alright, well, you don't... Because, you know, she is an atheist. She's so yeah. anti-organized religion and everything like that. And even into spirituality. But, which, that that's her. And that's... Right. that's Yes, how she thinks, and that's awesome. Is she a uh, Jedi? <laughs> but I'm like, okay, well, guess what? December 25th is. She's like, you know, I'm like, it's it's a, it's a famous virgin's birthday. It's Isaac Newton's birthday. We could you could talk about that. We could celebrate right. that. You know, in the science thing. I'm like, there's so many things we can look at. When the fact is, I don't give two shits about belief structures. Let's just talk about 
a feeling. Right. You know, a feeling and, you know, empathize with that. But she does work in retail, so. Yeah, I mean, I People did, are fucking dicks. I mean, I did my time in retail. So did I. And, uh, double digit years worth, and I'll tell you, it does, it does breed hatred for the holidays. Yeah. Now that I've been out of it for better, almost double digit years, I still hate the holidays in general, but I appreciate the the goodwill and togetherness aspects it entails. Yeah. You know, and part of it is, she doesn't listen to the show anymore, so I can, yeah, yeah. I can talk about this, is that one thing which makes it real tough for people, and I know for her, she lost her mom at a young age. Right. So, and her... She loves her family, but she's not close with their family. And, you know, a lot of that stems from losing her mom to breast cancer. Right. And I, I, I've i wondered this past couple weeks right. more about it because her Grinchness is at a higher level as part of the holiday. is like, um, if her mom hadn't passed away, would she still have developed this thing? Working in retail, she probably would have developed some of that. Yeah. Of course, that's only natural. Uh but would it would it be to this extent? But not that it not that it even matters, you know. Yeah. How, how what way she thinks about the holidays, it's how she feels about the holidays. And I think to go back to our topic, I think especially if we're looking at the Star Trek universe, because that's mostly akin to us being humanity, right. outright humanity. Yeah. Um, I think maybe by the time that first contact happens, you know, they've had. Th- the eugenics war they've had the third world war they had you know nuclear fallout they yep. had all these sorts of things and if you look at present day society now getting into politics and you think about it so many of our differences and strifes that have happened have come due to religious intolerance yes and i think by that point they're so battered down where they're like yes we don't see it till a later series but where they're like Let's celebrate First Contact Day because that's what changed right. us from as a species and decided let's 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 value something else. And yes. so that's why I think when we talk about Earth in Star Trek, you know, the only thing worth mentioning though like in the Picard flashback they may do still do Christmas or whatever. First Contact Day is really the only one we should recognize. Yeah. And it should actually be a quote unquote holiday right and even that is not like hey stop what you're doing it's like no nah, just come to the bar and let's have a let's have a toast right to things and even that probably wasn't wasn't celebrated initially because fucking it was we know from enterprise there was some bad blood with the vulcans there initially yeah well not bad blood but resentments yes so it's, least, a, it's an interesting comp like it's an interesting ex- thought exercise yeah because when you when you texted me, the first thing I thought was like, "Well, we've seen Christmas, and we know First Contact Day, and then we know all the goddamn Bajoran holidays, right?" And Calder Joy. <laughs> we also know some Talaxian holidays because they brought it up, right? And Neelix on Voyager was really good about telling people like, "Oh, Mister Vulcan, it's such and such time," you right. know, or it's or. You know, Bolana Torres, hey, the Klingons do this this time, you know, like... Right, it, it shows that, I think in Voyager they embrace that you can have, I think, uh, again, a sign of the times, right? Yeah. It, they went out of their way to show different cultures and that we can all enjoy it together. Yeah, and I think they did it in 
Voyager was the appropriate vehicle to do it because you had you had Neelix, a Talaxian from the Delta Quadrant, who had no ties to any kind of past shared history. Right. So he could just look at it from an objective standpoint and think, I am the morality officer, the the morale officer, not morality yeah. officer. I'm the morale. There are different things. Sir. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Janeway was a morality <laughs> officer. Uh, I am the morale <laughs> officer, and I'm here to bring cheer to people, but I'm also part of my task is to keep this crew cohesive and together. Right. And what better way to that is that everybody learn and recognizes everybody else's cultural heritage, celebrations, right? Food, and let's bring bring us together. In that sort of way. In which, if you want to really look at it, Voyager and Deep Space Nine with with the Bajorans, it's like, how should we view holidays? Well, here, let's look at these as examples and say like this. Look, you know, you ask most Americans. Americans. uh, I'd say 9 out of 10 have no idea what the hell Kwanzaa is. Nope. But, if we were, if we were on the, if we were on the, if on the Voyager and we were on the way back, you know. Neelix would be there sitting there going like, oh, this was this ancient Earth holiday and we could do this because it's about the Earth and plants and celebration and all this other things. You know, we could, you know, or be like, hey, we got to, we got to, we have Cadet Lowenstein. All right. What are they like here? What? Eight days of light. Okay. Well, let's figure this thing. You know, like there would be. Right. But what's interesting is most of those, other than First Contact Day, and again, the one throwaway retcon in Generations, which you know how I feel about that movie. Yeah, I understand that. Especially that, especially that scene. Yeah. Oh, woof. Um, appropriate time of year to use that line. Huh. Buzz, your girlfriend. <laughs> woof. Anyways, most what we would consider human religious holidays go by the wayside. Well, yeah. Which is fascinating. Yeah, I mean we we may have we have historical understanding of uh, religious holidays that came before, of like the, you know, the Greeks, the Romans, yeah. and other cultures probably as well. Not yeah. as well as those of, of the of the classical period. Yeah, let's but, let us let us celebrate Saturnalia. Yeah, well, I mean, kind of are. Well, yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's more at least. Uh, for the Federation, it seems to be much more of an intellectual pursuit or uh, understanding and right. conceptualization of it. And maybe since they don't have a wealth-based society, yep, their you know, that commercialism is gone. Right, you have replicators. You can get whatever the fuck you want. Right, you know, you can then maybe celebrate the fact that it's just family togetherness and good cheer. Right, not really worried about the harvest. Yeah, or you're not with what are weather modification networks. You're yeah, not praying for rain. Yeah, so I mean, who knows? It's, fa- but it's, 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 it's it's a fascinating thought process when you kind of go beneath the layer of it. And I'm sure there's probably ancillary materials and yeah, and novels and certain comics and probably games that will highlight other things that absolutely. we're absolutely missing, but. Yeah, if we're just going from the readily available media that most people had seen or had access to, yeah, that's this is what we got. You know, and I think as a as a way to wrap this up, as a message from Talking Truck Wars, okay, we appreciate our listenership as we draw an end to this year, regardless of your religious affiliation or non affiliation. Mm-hmm. Preach it. Mm-hmm. We appreciate 
the um, <laughs> open-mindedness that you all show because we have not received uh-huh. one piece of hate mail. <laughs> we received a couple pieces of mail, but none of them were hate. Right. Um, so for that, we appreciate you because we definitely push the envelope sometimes, which shows that you embody what we try and show on a regular basis, which is, in the future, everybody's entitled to be wrong. <laughs> and it happens to the best of us. And some of us are willing to put it on the internet. <laughs> so, 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 with that being said, I wanted to transition to something you said off air. Okay. You mentioned our, our Nemesis review, which got some actual conversation around it that yeah. I ran into. Hey, Andy, what's up? Um, you said you were wrong about something on air. I'd like to circle back the to Picard, that. The Picard, the hair, the hair. The, oh, the, the hair thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What you argued so vehemently about and were vehemently wrong. Yes, yes, I was 100% wrong. I even put it in the show note description on the internet. Did you really? Yes. I listened to the episode. I didn't read. Yeah, no, you go back, go, go to our website and go see the blurb and you'll see, I say blatantly out there, come listen to Bird be wildly wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was off. It's, yeah. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. At some point, I think our fans have figured it out. Well, people are listeners. I don't know if I want to call them fans. Um, when it comes to Star Trek, probably not best to argue with me. When it comes to Star Wars, probably not best to argue with you. Yeah. But we, but everybody has, you know, whereas I'm just as knowledgeable, well, not just as, but I'm... Very knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable when it comes to Star Trek, and you are, as you've shown in yeah. this episode, becoming quite knowledgeable in Star Wars, and in other things that yeah. we like. Uh, it's okay. You're going to be wrong. You're going to misremember things. It's yes. like It's like people, uh, I see it at trivia all the time, where people come up and I... No, they know the answer. They could probably, if the pressure wasn't on, they could have right. pulled like that. But there are times where you get blank-brained. It just happens. Yes. You know, and you're you're bound to misremember something. There, if The amount of times I've heard on Star Wars podcasts, other Star Wars podcasts, yes. people say they absolutely remember the such and such event happening. It's like, yeah. that's impossible. Uh, I, you, you're probably merging events together. Right. But that's not exactly how it happened. And Which is a very human brain thing to do. Yeah, I mean, it's we're also getting older. These things happen. Yes. So, thanks for following along with us, joining the ride with us. I hope you had an excellent 2018 as we, ours did not suck. And here's to lots of more outrageous and mistakes made yes. by us in 2019. I, uh, please get a hold of us at TalkingTrekWars at Yahoo.com. Eventually, the links will be live from like the website, where we'll just send you to it, um, and the, uh, an actual website that isn't say funny on it anymore. Uh, but there's a lot of work that entails with that, and some money. So things will happen. <laughs> I like money. <laughs> we should be friends. Uh, we don't have time for a hand job. Well, I mean, technically, we you know, this is the internet. There's all the time in the world. That's true. Alright, um... If you're bored and not sure what to watch, and you've never seen it, you must watch The Prophecy, Idiocracy. If you do, we will actually become funnier. Yeah. If you've uh, never seen it. I'd say, uh, for ancillary materials, if you haven't seen The Orville... Definitely. Now's a better time to get on. Oh, God. Wonderful show. Uh, Wonderful com- show. coming back on. I mean, there's there's so many good things out there. Have you not seen Fanboys? We referenced that movie in this podcast... 
Go see it. Yeah, there's a lot of Star Trek hate, but it's done with kind of comedy. It's tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. It's tongue-in-cheek. It's tongue-in-cheek. If you haven't seen Galaxy Quest yet, what the fuck's wrong with you? Spaceballs. Spaceballs, the toilet paper. Spaceballs, the lunchbox. Spaceballs, the flamethrower. The kids love it. Um, But yeah, find some stuff you love. Uh, Get with the people you love. And to to maybe shake a hand to somebody you hate, even. And to the House of Mouse, if you feel like sponsoring us, we will absolutely, absolutely, CBS or Eagle Moss. Eagle Moss, we will absolutely. This is a unashamedly, (laughs) unashamedly plug your crap. We will. We do it anyways, but we'll do it even better. We swear to God, it'll be better. Yeah, I mean, if Eagle Moss just kind of like gave us a subscription. We would do a detailed review positively for each one and include the link to EagleMoss.com for it. In Actually, show. shop EagleMoss.com, but right. you know, whatever. whatever. If you're in the USA versus the UK, because they're a UK-based company, I'm going to stop now because this is getting awesome. This is getting really, really sad, but what better way to end our 2018 show? Just a little sad. It's just a little sad. Kind of funny. A little sad. A little sad. All right. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Fuck.